0: Hi, this is Melissa with and Some Magic. Welcome to my podcast. Hi, welcome back. I'm so happy you're here. It's been a while since I've recorded a podcast. It's just so tricky in the summer with kids home and vacations and... All kinds of different schedules to find a quiet minute to record a podcast, but I'm back, I'm here, and I have some fun things to share with you today. But first I want to talk about the latest Disneyland news. Some of you may know that the Oogie Boogie Bash tickets went on sale for the disneyland halloween party this week um the oogie boogie bash is a special ticketed event that's held on select nights in september and october at california adventure um you can get into the park at 3 p.m and stay till 11 p.m and they have rides open and it's at a limited capacity so lines are shorter they have trick-or-treating people dress up and when i say people dress up they dress up like people Their costumes are amazing, but they have a special Halloween parade and they have trick-or-treating and the villains are out and about they can chat with and take selfies and they also have um, a villains grove set up through Redwood Creek challenge trail that is amazing. So lots of fun things are included with this party. I went back in 2019, which was the first time they had the Oogie Boogie Bash and then the last time before COVID. So now it's back and people were really excited about being able to get tickets for this event. And I hadn't been too worried about it because I'd been before and it was very simple for me to buy tickets. I just got tickets for the Halloween party at Disney World and it was simple to buy tickets for that. No big deal. Um, but it turned out to be such a big deal. So I don't know if you experienced buying tickets for a touch of Disney. But it was the same sort of situation. So you get into line on the website. Like you go in and buy tickets. They put you in a line. And the line opened up at 9 a.m. And everybody's started off with a countdown that said more than an hour wait. And then you just wait and wait and wait until it's your turn to buy tickets and so my countdown got down to 39 minutes and I was getting excited and then all of a sudden it just jumped up to more than an hour and that was frustrating so I just kept waiting and waiting and while I'm waiting I'm on social media and I am reading about people's experiences and they are having a tough time people are getting in to finally buy tickets and they're purchasing them but they're not getting a confirmation number they're getting an error message instead only to find out that their credit card has been charged um, but when they contact disney they say no you don't have tickets because you don't have a confirmation number so we'll refund your money but you have to get back in line and try to buy tickets again and anyway everybody is so frustrated with this system that they have going on so it happened to me several times where i got pretty close you know i would got down to 25 minutes 24 minutes and then it would bump me up to more than an hour but i was finally able to purchase tickets and they only charged my credit card once and i got my confirmation number so that was great that was great but it was frustrating because i waited 3 hours and 45 minutes i know people who waited 5 hours and 6 hours and then the next morning and even that evening there were still tickets available and the next day there were still tickets available, and even today, two days later, there are still tickets available. So for most dates, I think there's three dates now that are sold out, but for more date, most dates, tickets are still available. Um, so it's just frustrating knowing that so many people wasted so much time and had so much stress and anxiety over this situation when had we known we could have just waited a couple days or hours and jumped on with no line at all and there you go been perfectly fine bought our tickets no problems so i'm not sure why disney is running into these problems but it's frustrating and i hope they can find a better system it just seems like there has to be another way a better way so that we don't all have to deal with this every time there's a special event but anyway important part is i'm going i'm excited can't wait to be there and cover all of the halloween stuff if you want to go There's still tickets available, and you don't have to wait in a crazy long line to get them. So if you want to go, head over to the Disneyland website, buy tickets for the Oogie Boogie Bash. Um, Just realize that gets you into the park at 3 p.m. on the day of the party, not before. So go check that out if you're interested in it. I have a full review of the Oogie Boogie Bash from 2019 on my website. I'll put a link to that in the show notes so you can check that out if you're interested. I also have... Another link that talks all about Halloween time at Disneyland this year, what it's going to be like, what you can expect, and I will put that in the show notes as well. Well, a couple weeks ago, a couple weeks ago, was it just last week? I don't know. It's the summer; the days are all running together. But recently, how about that, Mandy and I, my cousin Mandy, we she's like my Disneyland BFF, but we got to visit Disneyland for the first time since it reopened and it was a dream come true absolutely amazing to be back in the parks and i figured out after we got home that it is the first time that mandy and i have been to disneyland together in 38 years isn't that crazy the last time we went to disneyland was in 1983 And I have a picture of that, so I'll put that on my Instagram. So it's been quite a while since we'd been at Disneyland together. So it was really fun to be at Disneyland with my cousin Mandy, just doing all the things and experiencing it all. So um, she's my guest today on the podcast, and we're going to talk all about the questions that I've been getting asked the very most. Things like crowd levels, character interactions, writer swap, um the COVID updates or for safety measures, things like that, what wait times are like in the park, all those kinds of things. So we're gonna discuss all of those, all of your burning Disneyland questions, we're gonna answer them and have lots of fun along the way. So I'm gonna take a quick break, and when I get back, I'll have Mandy with me and we will talk all about our latest visit to Disneyland. Don't go anywhere, you're listening to Mix in Some Magic. <music> Hello! Hi, Mandy! How are you? Good. How's it going? Good. Thanks for coming on the podcast today to talk about our latest Disneyland adventure. You're
1: welcome. I'm happy to be here. It was a blast going back, our first time back.
0: I know. And how long had it been for you?
1: Oh, I don't know the exact days. December of 2019. So, like...
0: Was that 20 months? What? I didn't realize it had been that long. Oh, man. So that was a long time. So you were ready to get back just like me. Yeah. So I had gone a little bit into 2020, but you hadn't been for a long time.
1: No, but it, it was really, really good, good to be back.
0: It was good to be back. But I want to tell tell everyone. First, we're going to answer some of the questions that I keep getting. But first, I want you to tell everybody like what you felt like when you walked through the gates what was your first feelings and impressions about being back
1: well first we got there and we had just planned a downtown disney day and uh, i had such fomo not going right into disneyland
0: (laughs) i'm like you could do it (laughs) You tried to talk me into it. I know, because I
1: wanted to so bad. I was like missing it horribly, but we didn't. It was nice and like just, but also I've never rope dropped before. And so I was kind of like.
0: No, so rope drop, if you don't know, it means you get into the park so early that you're able, there's. There's a rope where they stop you, so you go through security early, you go through the ticket gate early, they let you on to Main Street or Buena Vista Street, and then they stop you in front of the castle, um, and you wait until official park opening, but sometimes they let you in early, so you just sit there and wait, and this puts you totally ahead of Everybody. Because if the park opens at 8 and you are stopped in front of the castle at 7.30, everyone who's showing up at security at 8 o'clock in the morning has a long way to go before they get to where you are. So that's what rope drop is. If you rope drop, you usually have an hour of walk-on rides. No lines. And so Mandy had never rope dropped, so she didn't know... How crowded it feels when you're first there. Because everybody, you're just jam-packed right in front of the rope. And it feels like it's the most crowded day th- of Disneyland ever. But once they drop the rope, the crowds disperse into the parts. And then it's amazing.
1: I know. I really was getting really stressed out and having a lot of anxiety about rope drop. I kept asking you, are you sure we're going to get on rides? Like, <laughs> the teams were really busy. And you kept assuring me. And... It was amazing. Like, I am a rope dropper for life now. I I mean, we literally just walked on any ride in that first hour, hour and a half that we wanted to.
0: Yep. It's totally worth getting up early. And anybody can rope drop, but the thing is, it's easier said than done. So people have a hard time actually pulling it off. But Because it's hard to get up early and it's hard to... It's just hard, but it's worth it if you can do it.
1: Yeah, but it was super... Emotional. Super nice to be back in. How did you feel walking back through those gates your first time?
0: Um, I was nervous. I felt, I don't know why I felt nervous, but I felt nervous, had some anxiety. I don't, I still can't figure out what that was about, but that went away really quickly. I only cried a tiny bit because then we were rushing to get to the front of rope drop. So there was no time for tears. We just had to get through. Um, But it was really fun. I felt like I got back into the swing of things really fast and it almost felt like it had never been closed at all.
1: Yeah, I agree. It definitely felt the same to me Um, because when I've gone to Disney world in the past year, it definitely felt like COVID and restrictions and I guess safety protocols. And I mean, they still were implementing some things, but it just felt like you were back in the normal park.
0: Right, exactly. It didn't really feel, um, I get this question a lot about COVID restrictions, and really there are none anymore. They're just saying, if you're not vaccinated, you should be wearing a mask. So it felt like a normal back to everyday life at Disneyland. There was no social distancing. There was no ride closures for cleaning, no temperature checks, and pretty much nobody was wearing a mask.
1: Yeah, I think we decided it was maybe about like, ten percent in disneyland maybe we're wearing a mask probably but over in california adventure there was
0: way less than that yeah that's true way less so i mean we were kind of counting people as we went along how many people in this line are wearing a mask so we could kind of gauge but and then there were i would say the people that were wearing a mask were more likely to be cast members seemed like a lot of the cast members were wearing masks but not a lot of the guests
1: yeah because you had mentioned that there was some cast members that weren't wearing masks and I was like really I haven't noticed any maskless like they all seem to be wearing a mask to me so um they were definitely more wearing masks for sure
0: yep so a lot of them were but most of the guests weren't so um I guess People will just have to decide if they're comfortable with that or not. But it basically felt just like a normal, normal Disneyland. If you just walked into Disneyland the day that we did, you wouldn't even think COVID existed.
1: Yeah. And I would say like, if you want to keep your hand sanitized, um, definitely bring your own hand sanitizer because they do have hand sanitizer stations around the park, but not as many as... There was like a Disney World. So, if you're conscious about that and want to sanitize your hands before or after rides, just I would bring your own little hand sanitizer.
0: Yeah, don't count on Disney to have hand sanitizer. And a lot of the stations were empty. So, yeah, that's true. They were. Okay. Another question um, I get all the time is wait times. Are the posted wait times accurate? We did a lot of timing. I think we timed like every single ride to see how accurate it actually was. And it's in the highlight section, but we kind of found, I felt like they were almost, I mean, pretty accurate.
1: Yeah. I thought that they were pretty accurate when we went, they had the little red lanyard cards out that they give to people and you hold them through lines. So they are getting a more accurate time estimate um, for each ride, but I, there really wasn't any that were like only like half of what it said. Like if there was, it was like five minutes less, 10 minutes less.
0: Right. It wasn't but, that much shorter, but I have seen a lot of, um, Instagram stories where they're like, Oh, it was a, f- is the wait time said 40 minutes and we only waited 20. And I didn't feel like that was ever the case. I felt like there was oftentimes where we waited even a little longer than the posted wait time.
1: I know. I was hoping that that was the case when we were there, that they were all going to be half, but there was none that were like half the time. It was pretty accurate when we were there.
0: Yeah, I thought so too. And we even, I mean, we did have some that may have been like that. Like Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, I think was posted like 35 minutes and it ended up breaking down right before we got on. But we opted to wait while they fixed it and it took them 15 minutes to fix it but by the time we got on it was still at the 35 minute mark so I mean that one might have been less had it not broken down I know
1: I think I was like jinxing us all day on the Disneyland day because every line that I went stood in (laughs) broke down
0: you did that at California Adventure too you broke down Monsters Inc too
1: oh man it was just like one of those weeks
0: (laughs) (laughs) we did find a lot of rides breaking down I guess, more than usual. Which ones broke down? Mr. Toad, Monsters, Inc. This is while we were in line. Pirates. Pirates. Yeah.
1: Haunted it's... Mansion when I was on it.
0: Oh, Haunted Mansion when you were on it. I forgot about that.
1: Yeah, because I was right on the spot where you're like going upside down and there's like a little bird Yeah, at you and I had to sit and listen to the squawking bird for like 20 minutes.
0: <laughs> I'm like, this is awesome. That was funny. Um. <laughs> So maybe that was it. That seems like a lot, though. I don't know. It was just happening to you a lot. Yeah, it did seem like a lot of the rides broke down on you, which was too bad. But it's just one of those things.
1: Yeah, it still didn't make it any less magical. So that's awesome.
0: Exactly. Uh, That's another question I get asked. Is the magic still there? And I think for sure it is. I mean, I went in looking for the magic and I found it. So I guess people find what they're looking for, maybe. But I thought it was there.
1: I mean, I definitely thought it was there. And I mean, because there was tons of characters. I know we'll talk about this, but there was tons of characters for you to look at. And there was a lot of like unique characters that I haven't seen before. But then there was also the fireworks are back. Exactly. And that just makes the whole day magical, I think.
0: It wraps up your day. Okay, we'll talk about fireworks in a minute. Another question is what time should I arrive? And I think this depends on if you're trying to rope drop or not. If you're trying to rope drop, I would say 60-ish minutes before park opens. Maybe even a few minutes before. And that will put you in a good position to rope drop. If you don't care about rope dropping, I would wait until maybe, like, 30 minutes after park opens to avoid long lines. I've never done that before, personally, because that would give me anxiety, knowing that people were in the park riding rides, and I wasn't a part of that, but some people do that, I think. Yeah, I
1: mean, that's what I used to do, because I've always gone with people that didn't want to get up super early, so we always get there right when the park's about, well, maybe, like, a half an hour after it's opened, and get through security and I definitely will say I've been missing out it's still not as crowded as it does get in the afternoons in the morning but you do if you rope drop and get there like you said early you get a lot more ride time in
0: yeah you can knock out some of those big ones that will have huge waits later and this is helpful especially right now because there is still Um, no max pass and no fast pass so don't count on those right now when you're visiting they don't exist unfortunately not too bad but there is single rider line which we used quite a bit so single rider is like what it says single rider they have a special line on several of the rides not all of them but on the bigger rides like space mountain matterhorn does big thunder have single rider No, Indiana
1: Jones did. Indiana
0: Jones.
1: Splash Mountain.
0: Splash Mountain and Credicoaster does. And does Guardians does? I can't remember. I'd have to look it up.
1: No, I don't think so.
0: So there's just a few that have single rider line. If you want to use the single rider line, you just go up to the cast member at the front and say, I want to do single rider. They'll give you a little slip of paper that says single rider and then they'll tell you where to go um sometimes they're not running it though we tried to do it on indiana jones at one point and they said they weren't doing it right then and to try back later but it does get you i mean we timed single rider and those ones were usually about half of the posted wait time
1: yeah and i did notice there was more people than normal i thought using the single rider line so i think it's becoming more and more popular um But it still does get you on the ride in half the amount of time. And some rides were even quicker than that. Because actually, when we went to do Grizzly River Run, we waited like 50 minutes and there was a kid on it with us who said he just walked right on.
0: That's right. Yeah, Grizzly River Run also has it and cars. I forgot about those two. Oh, yeah,
1: cars. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, But there was a couple times we did single rider and we actually ended up in the same vehicle anyway. So. Yeah. We we felt pretty important. Really. We know. did. Um, also, they have on Monsters, Inc. and Toy Story, the Buddy Pass. So tell us what the Buddy Pass is because you know more about it. So the Buddy Pass is if you
1: have a group of, well, it's like one or two. So it's like a single writer. Or if you have a group of two, you can go up to the cast member at the entrance and ask for a buddy pass. And so it just kind of allows you to get onto the vehicles when they have a vehicle of like six or eight. So there's like each vehicle in Monsters Inc. has six people can ride in it. And Toy Story is like eight in their little cars. Um, So they just kind of do it to fill in the spaces. You're always going to be sitting on the back in Monsters, Inc., you can't request what row you get, but it gets you on extremely fast. usually right away, five minutes. They utilize the line pretty fast in those ones.
0: And we actually forgot about the Buddy Pass, so we didn't use it. And then we remembered later. And they told us, though, that if the wait time is more than 15 minutes, then you can ask for a Buddy Pass. But they don't really advertise this, so make sure if you only have one or two people to ask for the buddy pass on those because that will save you a ton of time
1: I know because Monsters Inc was the hottest line we stood in and then it broke down right when we got on the car so we got off and it was so nice and air conditioned in there we decided to take a little like break and just sit there and then I like looked over and I'm like oh yeah they have the buddy pass
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah we they kept telling us you can just come back later come through the exit and we'll put you right on because the ride broke down but it was so hot and we just sat there. We just sat on, we're like, can we just stay here? And they had the cold concrete floor and we just zoned out for 20 minutes and it was really, it was a good place to take a break.
1: I know, they kept coming to me and like, you can really come back. We're like, can we really just stay here, please?
0: <laughs> yep, it was the perfect spot for us and then they got us right on as soon as they fixed it. Yeah, it was nice. All right, I get the question, what is Rider Swap a lot? And Rider Swap, is when you have somebody who is too small or not even just too small, but if you have um, a child who does not want to ride or is too small and they can't be left alone. Like you wouldn't leave your, your nine-year-old who is big enough to ride on the ride alone because you're going to ride if they didn't want to. We've run into this before with, with some of the rides that my kids didn't want to do even though they were big enough. Um, but you can go and ask for a rider swap. Go ask the cast member. Bring up the people you know, to prove that you have a child in a stroller or a small child who doesn't want to ride. And they used to put it on the app, but right now I think they're just doing the ticket. I don't know because we didn't use it at the time. Maybe they still are putting it on the app, but the, t- the cast member at the front can explain to you how it works. But basically you get to ride the ride while another adult waits and then you swap places and they put you up usually in the fast pass line, even though they don't have that now, probably the single rider line so that you don't have to wait as long and you can take up to three people with you. So we use that all the time with our little kids or if we have kids in strollers with us because that saves a ton of time and then everybody gets to ride and nobody has to just, you know, like miss out because they're waiting with the baby. So take Yeah, take advantage of that. And if you don't understand how it works, um, just ask one of the cast members. They're super helpful. Okay, crowd levels. I get that all the time. How were the crowd levels when we were there? It was kind of crowded, more crowded than I thought it was going to be.
1: I mean, it was definitely more crowded than I thought it was going to be also. I have never been in the summer before, though. So I am imagining that it was less crowded than normal summer days.
0: Yeah, I think so. Less crowded than normal, but still, like an average day at Disney, I wouldn't walk around and be like, wow, there's nobody here. There were people everywhere.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely, like, if you're expecting low crowds, I think that ship is south
0: right now. I know. It's good. I would say we probably waited an average of 30 minutes for each ride.
1: Yeah, I think the longest ride we waited for was 50 minutes. Yeah. Um. I can't even remember which one that was but Grizzly River
0: Run probably. Oh yeah,
1: the Grizzly River Run was the longest, but I mean it wasn't bad. Like it was about 30 minutes for everything, which I feel like is really pretty
0: good actually. Yeah. Um, and you're moving quickly, but the days of low crowds. I mean, I never experienced that personally at Disneyland because we didn't go until just recently, but those those videos you've seen in the past with nobody there, that's not happening anymore. <laughs> No. And
1: I don't know if we'll kind of go back to that when school gets back into session, but I think people just want to get out and they want to go and see it. And I just, I don't think I would let the crowds deter you though, because it didn't feel like extremely packed all the time. Like to me, like it wasn't like wall to wall people or anything. And I think you did a really good job of putting the actual crowd, like images and video clips of the crowd and giving people updates because um, I've been there when it's been much crowder, cra- more crowded um, but it wasn't bad but it wasn't
0: like a ghost town by any means nope definitely not um, what about okay here's another question how are the character interactions I've had a couple people say they're not going to go right now because um, they're waiting for character interactions to get back to normal because they want their kids to experience it the old way, which who knows if that will ever happen because it kind of is working great how it is. It's a really, it's a different experience, but it's fun. So you can't go up to the characters. You can't touch them, but you can get fairly close. And then there's, you know, like usually some sort of barrier, but you don't have to wait in line to see the characters. You just walk right up to them and the cast members are there encouraging you saying there's no line. Come right up, come right up. And i feel like each character makes it a point to try to interact in some way with every single person
1: yeah and I actually do like it better the way it is and they're not super far away either though right now like a lot of them were only a couple feet away so you can still get pretty close and take pictures and like if you have small kids they still could have a conversation with that character
0: oh for sure yeah we have you know I was We were there when people were talking to the different characters and they could interact with them. One of the little kid was asking Minnie. He kept saying, where's Donald? Where's Donald? Because Donald wasn't up there with them and (laughs) Minnie motioned that he was swimming, (laughs) which was super cute. But the, the characters, like Flynn Rider and the princesses, you can talk to them. They'll talk back. And so it's really nice to not have to wait for hours to see the characters. I mean, I do miss that Mickey hug, but... I kind of like the personalization of this a little bit. And you can just grab a selfie and they'll get right behind you or a picture and they'll pose. But it was kind of nice.
1: Yeah, it was nice. The only lines I did see for characters, and they were slight lines, was in Avengers Campus. There was a couple lining up to see some. Oh, that's
0: true. Like Iron Man, you had to line up to see him. I guess because... He was still... I mean, you couldn't get right up close to him, but I could have touched him if I wanted to. Like, he was still very close.
1: Yeah, he was so close. And I don't know if it's because Avengers Campus is so new that a lot of people, they're just trying to kind of organize the lines, Um, but they did have you line up, and there was cast members telling you where. But other than that, and they still interacted with you when
0: you went to see him. Oh, yeah. He was talking and everything. Uh, you did have to wait to see Mater and Lightning McQueen, though. but And you can go right up to them, I guess, because they're not really people. So you can't give them COVID, I guess. I don't know. So you did have to wait for them, but there wasn't a terribly long line. Yeah. Um, lap, let's talk about, since you mentioned Avengers Campus, let's talk about that. So this was our first time to Avengers Campus, obviously. And I had been getting nervous leading up to our trip because when it first opened, people were saying you know, you have to wait three hours to get into Avengers Campus. And I was like, I just don't know if I want to wait three hours. I don't know if I'm that into it. Because here's the thing, I have never actually been able to get through most of the Avengers movies. I do appreciate <laughs> the ones I've seen and stayed awake for like Guardians of the Galaxy, Black Panther, Iron Man years ago, but I've barely seen any of them. Like I know who these characters are, but I'm not like a diehard Avengers fan. I'm sorry. You're
1: missing out. They're pretty good. I probably am not a diehard either, but I love watching all the movies.
0: Oh, I've tried. Did you see Black Widow? No, not yet. I'd go see that one because I can sit in the theater and eat popcorn. <laughs> Maybe we'll have to go catch it. you <laughs> know. So I don't, I'm not like a, a crazy Avengers fan. I appreciate people who are, but uh but i still thought it was fun i enjoyed being there i enjoyed what you know all the things that they had to see and look at and all the characters and i thought it was a fun place to be it was smaller than i th- thought it was going to be though
1: yeah it definitely was smaller than i thought it was going to be um i enjoyed it though i don't think i would have spent 3 hours online or i don't think that it's somewhere that you could just walk around and spend more than a couple hours in And I think the one thing that it has going for it is there is shows that certain characters put on. Like, there's the Spider-Man show, and I don't know the character's name, but it was from the Black Panther show.
0: Oh, yeah, the Wakanda Warriors. Oh, yeah. That was fun.
1: That was really good. And And there's
0: the Doctor Strange show that we were going to go see, and then we totally forgot. I know. I am a little bummed about
1: that. That does look good. So. There is shows you can go to and see, and they just kind of happen, a lot of them, just like right inside Avengers Campus. You don't have to like wait around for them. So that's kind of nice.
0: Yeah. And the store, though, I was really surprised. We went into the store and it was tiny. I thought they'd have a bigger store there with merchandise, but it was very small.
1: It was small and a lot of just Spider-Man. It was like a Spider-Man store.
0: I guess they did have more Avengers stuff in the Guardian store. Did we not go in that store? Well, no, it's the one that right after you get off the ride, you're like, puts you in the gift shop. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they did. So we did that. We did get to ride on Web Slingers. We were nervous because we are terrible at getting boarding groups. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But we got one for Web Slingers. And it was really fun. I didn't know what to expect because I'd kind of been avoiding the um, spoilers. But I liked it.
1: I loved it. I, I haven't watched any spoilers either. I've just seen people say, use your arms a lot. And you do. And it is so fun. Like, I would want to ride that every single time I go back to California Adventure.
0: Yes, it was fun. And the great thing is there's no height limit, if I remember that right. So like even tiny kids can go and it's not like, it's not hard to do. You're just using your arms to shoot webs out, which actually I take that back. It is hard to do if you're trying really hard. I tried really hard and I was exhausted. Like my muscles were burning and I I think I just went too hard from the (laughs) get-go. I was exhausted. Because you were like after the
1: second little place we got to, you're like, this is tiring. I'm like she's slowing down
0: I have a chance to catch up and beat her I know I was winning for the first two rounds like everybody in the car I was beating everybody and then I couldn't keep it up
1: I know and ultimately I made a comeback and I won
0: yep I was impressed I did beat you at Toy Story though
1: I know I can't beat you at Toy Story
0: I'm just that good (laughs) you are (laughs) <laughs> okay, well, let's talk about boarding groups. We are notoriously unsuccessful at getting boarding groups. So, uh, the two uh. rides you need, <laughs> <laughs> the two rides you need, boarding group at Disneyland are Web Slingers and California Adventure and Rise of the Resistance at Disneyland. And uh, we tried, when we were at Disney World earlier in the year, we tried to get a Rise of the Resistance. It didn't happen. And so we were like, Of course, we're going to get it at Disneyland, and we did not. So you can try at 7 in the morning, and you do not have to be on the Disney property. You can try from your hotel or wherever you are, and we tried on the walk to Disneyland because we were leaving our hotel and on our way there, and we didn't get it, which is frustrating. But you can try again at 12. Is it 12? Yeah. Yes. And then you can try again at 12, and so we tried again at 12... And we still didn't get it. We did everything right. Like, we really did.
1: I know. Like, I just think I'm, like, cursed not to ride Rise of the Resistance. Because I have never rode it. And I have tried so hard to get a boarding pass.
0: Well, actually, yeah. we sort of got one. We got a backup group. We did. and 12 we,
1: we watched it, like, all day long. We were, like, 290. And they got up to, like, 254. And we were thinking... Okay, this is gonna happen. Like they're gonna call our group right at nine o'clock, and we'll have t- till ten. And then at eight thirty, it broke down, and they just closed it for the night. It was so disappointing.
0: It was disappointing. So a backup group means all the boarding groups are filled, but they put you in a backup group, and it's kind of like a maybe if we get through all these, then we'll call you if you're lucky. And we are not lucky. And so we did not get called. So that was disappointing. And the next day we were like really kind of, I don't know. We we didn't have a great attitude about trying for web slingers because we kind of just assumed that we wouldn't get it.
1: No, but
0: we did. You did. We were trying
1: and you got group four, which is amazing.
0: I know. So amazing. I don't know how I did it because I didn't do anything different than the other times. But there you go. So I really think that a lot of it is just luck because there's all these youtube videos and like blog posts about do exactly this and you're going to get it for sure well guess what we did all those things we've done all those things over and over again and we didn't get it so i think sometimes you just have to be lucky and i think it kind of helps if you go into it being aware that it really might not happen
1: yeah because i mean the boarding groups are literally gone in 3 seconds
0: Yeah, three seconds.
1: I mean, it happens way faster than you think it's going to. And you have to be so fast with your fingers, like pushing the buttons. And like, sometimes you just don't get it. Well, like every time for me almost. (laughs) So, I don't know. It's going to happen.
0: I know. One day. (laughs) Okay, let's talk about mobile ordering because I was a little concerned about this. Mobile ordering, you can use your app to order food, order and pay for food at most of the quick service restaurants. And then when you're, um, when it's your time, you can go and push make my order and then they'll prepare it and they notify you when it's ready and you can walk right up to the counter and pick it up. And we were excited to use this. We've used it at Disney World. Um, but We'd been seeing stories and hearing reports that it was getting really backed up and you had to place all your orders in the morning, like for lunch or dinner or snacks, or else you wouldn't get it. They would be all filled up. But we didn't find that to be the case at all. There were tons of open spots at all of the restaurants throughout the entire day.
1: Yeah. I mean, because we kind of planned out our meals too and tried to mobile order early for most of them, but it was never like there was, I mean, we had no trouble, but I I don't think that it was ever like there was never a restaurant you could go to. There was always an opportunity to mobile order from somewhere at the time you wanted.
0: Right. So it wasn't a problem for us, but I would say if there is something that you're really excited about getting, maybe just mobile order it in the morning just to make sure that you actually get that thing you know like I really wanted uh one of the macarons from Jolly Holiday the raspberry one and so I ordered that earlier in the morning to pick up later in the afternoon because I was afraid that they might sell out of those so I did pre-order that and if you get to the point where you're like oh that order time is not going to work for me they easily let you change it on the app so you can push it forward or you can cancel it and it's really awesome
1: Yeah, and I I would encourage mobile ordering because there was a lot of those quick service restaurants that had both a standby line and a mobile order line, and like we would just get to the restaurant, click I'm here, prepare my order, and go and get it, and it was done instantly, basically, and there'd be lines of people that had a mobile ordered, like I know. Pim Kitchen was one that was pretty packed of people that didn't mobile order.
0: Um, Right. And why didn't they? I mean, it was so simple. And they really, we only waited by the time we pushed prepare my order probably five minutes at the most anywhere for our food to be ready.
1: Yeah, it wasn't bad.
0: So. It's pretty handy. So everybody should use mobile order. You need to make sure you have the Disneyland app on your phone because it's super helpful.
1: And I like it because I don't have to pull out my credit card or cash. Like it just automatically charges it to my credit card and it gives me my legacy pass holder discount automatically.
0: Yes, that's the best part. Contactless payment. It's awesome. Yeah. Okay. I did get questions while we were there um about where we got our shirts that we were wearing and then there was this one lady that asked me that and I accidentally deleted her dm on my instagram and I you can't like once you delete a dm it's gone forever as far as i know and i felt so bad that i didn't respond to her and it bothered me the whole trip and even after we got <laughs> home it's bothered me i'm like oh my gosh she thinks i'm ignoring her i don't know who it is i'm so sorry
1: you were upset
0: (laughs) like oh so if if she hears this i don't know i think her name started with an n i don't know we got our shirts at the world of disney that's where we got
1: (laughs) yeah they had tons of selection and super cute t-shirts
0: it took you literally hours to decide
1: Uh, No, you were like walking around waiting for me And I was like, I come to you with like seven shirts. I'm like, which one do you think looks best for me? (laughs) Uh.
0: You had a hard time this trip picking your shirt. I think you made a good choice though.
1: I think it's because I wanted pink ears and none of the shirts I wanted were matching pink ears. And I was having a really hard time like uh, with the debate in my head. Do I just forgo the ears and not get them and get a cute shirt, which is ultimately what I did. So
0: I know. It just didn't work out. But still cute shirts. You can get the pink ears next time. Yeah. I'll try. Hopefully. Okay. I have- you will. Maybe you just need to get a pink shirt before. Smart. <laughs> okay. Fireworks. We have to talk about fireworks real quick because they are back. They started on July 4th and it was so fun to see the fireworks.
1: <sighs> the fireworks show is amazing.
0: It's actually, actually, it's not my very favorite fireworks show that they've ever done. The Mickey's Mix Magic. It's still fun, but it's not my absolute favorite.
1: It's not my absolute favorite. But when you haven't seen them for like a year and a half, then you're like, this is amazing.
0: I know. And after you see Disneyland fireworks or Disney fireworks, then any other fireworks show is just pretty lame.
1: No, I did like how they just have the um, light show with it. And you can see... Um, I don't know, they had bubbles coming out of the foam bubble sprayers. And, I mean, it was kind of, it was like a little party. Wasn't it called, like, Mickey's Mix-In-Some-Magic Party? What is it?
0: <laughs> I think it's just Mickey's Mix-Magic. Oh. I don't think it says party. I don't know. Maybe. It felt um, like a party. <laughs> it did feel like a party. And this was one of the most crowded places was the fireworks. I mean, there were, your classic people that were lining up hours ahead to get their spot we didn't feel like doing that so we just kind of squeezed in like we were we were far back from the castle but right before main street started so we were kind of i don't know we had a decent view until that guy put his giant kid on his shoulders in front of you i
1: know uh no we had a decent view we both have (laughs) different favorite spots though my favorite spot to watch is clear back almost by carnation cafe on main street because if nobody puts a kid on top of their shoulders like then, a
0: giant 10 year old yeah then you can
1: <laughs> see them perfectly but if if they do then they're just sol so
0: <laughs> i
1: don't know but that but your favorite place is where
0: Um, my favorite place to watch them is by, it's a small world. I've just given up trying to watch them by the castle. It's too crowded. I, I'm not willing to go and wait three hours to see the fireworks that just cuts into my ride time and I'm not willing to do that. And so when I'm with family or friends or whoever, we can like sneak really easily over to small world, like 30, 40 minutes before fireworks, find an awesome spot. You can see the fireworks plus all the projections And it's just less crowded. I don't feel as overwhelmed by people when I'm there.
1: Yeah, because your chances of really having an awesome view of the castle is like slim to none with the fireworks, I think. Um, Most times. I have watched them in a small world, too, and I really like it. And also, I have watched them over rivers Rivers of America.
0: Mm -hmm. They
1: like do little sheets of water like they bring them out of the river and then they do projections on that and then you can see fire fireworks to the right where they shoot them off so that's pretty cool too and there's hardly anybody that's
0: there i guess it just kind of depends on what you want to do right after because if you're heading home immediately after fireworks then like the back part of main street is a great place to be because you can just turn around and head out. But if you're wanting to do more rides that are more adventure land, frontier land, go over to Rivers of America. Or if you're wanting to hit a couple of Fantasyland rides or something like that, then go over to Small World. So you're already in a good place to just jump in line when it's over.
1: Yeah, because we were kind of right by the Plaza um, restaurant and... We wanted some popcorn and it was really hard getting back to the popcorn
0: cart. It was. The popcorn cart was by the castle and there were like throngs of people that were heading out. And we had to like, it was like a salmon swimming upstream, like trying to get to the popcorn. But we made it.
1: We made it. We got our popcorn. And it was just wonderful to sit and look at the castle eating
0: the popcorn to end the night. Yep. Well, we watched all the people, all the crowds rushing out couple more questions um, I get all the time is, where do I buy discounted tickets? My favorite, favorite place by far. I've said this before. I'll say it again. I've used them for 15 years is Getaway Today because they're always discounted off the gate price and their customer service is amazing. And they're the only um, refundable Disneyland tickets that you can buy. If you buy directly from Disney and something happens, Too bad for you, but with Getaway Today, you can change your dates or get your money back. And so I really love their flexibility, plus, their customer service is awesome. So, if you're looking for discounted tickets, which I know everybody is because you don't want to pay full price when there's a discount available, go to Getaway Today. I'll put a link in the show notes, but you're going to want to check that out.
1: They are really good. This was the very first trip that I ever bought my tickets through them. Um, And It was way easy process and it worked awesome. So that's how I'm going to be buying them
0: from now on. Yeah, it's so easy. So you go in, you buy your tickets, you put your day in, but that's just kind of a, um, it's like a placeholder day. It doesn't count for anything. So you put your day in, buy your tickets, your like tentative date. And then within minutes, I mean, usually faster. Last time it was 30 seconds. I had my email from Getaway today with my confirmation number and my ticket number, then you just take your ticket number, go onto the Disneyland website or the app and make your park reservation. And it was super smooth and easy. Yeah, it was really easy. All right. Last question that I keep getting asked is where did we stay Um, for this visit? We stayed at the Hojo Anaheim and it was so great. It was super fun. So close to the parks I think it was an eight-minute walk, seven, eight minutes when we timed it. And the rooms were really comfortable. They were so colorful. And the beds were comfortable. The bathroom had double sinks. On our first night, we did downtown Disney, and we were able to watch the fireworks from our balcony. You could see the perfect view of the Matterhorn and then fireworks right above it, which was amazing. They have a super fun water park for kids called Castaway Cove. That we didn't do because we didn't have any little kids with us. But they have a great pool and a great water park. And it's just a really comfortable, nice place to stay.
1: It was the first time I stayed there. And it was the nicest hotel I've ever stayed at on Harbor Boulevard. Which is the road right across from the main gates. It was extremely nice. The beds were super comfortable. And the customer service When we got to our hotel room, I was like, that was the best customer service I've ever had at a hotel.
0: Um, It's true. They were really, really great. So sweet and helpful. And you're right. It is by far the nicest hotel on that street right in front of Disneyland because a lot of those hotels are older and they're a little bit run down. I don't know why they don't update them more, but they're expensive and basically you're paying to be so close to the park. But with the Hojo definitely close to the park just as close as the other ones but they've been renovating their rooms so they have all these nice rooms that you don't feel like you're you know sleeping in a dirty bed or that the carpets are dirty or that there's mold in the showers it was just nice and clean and we will definitely go there again
1: and you took some videos and like a room tour did you say that on your instagram stories people can oh look yeah up?
0: I did it's on my Instagram stories and I have a code everybody can get 15% off this is also on my Instagram stories but I will put a link in the show notes but if you're a legacy pass holder you can get 20% off your whole stay which is really really awesome
1: that is awesome because it's worth it um it was an amazing hotel I'll be looking at staying there from now
0: yep it was great we loved it all right when is your next trip do you have a trip planned when are you going back
1: Ah, well, I haven't officially decided. September, probably. I talked you into letting me go to Oogie
0: Boogie with you. Yep, we're going to Oogie Boogie. We got our tickets today. That was a whole other subject. but We have our tickets, and I'm super excited.
1: Yeah, so I don't know. We'll see if there's a trip before then or not, but I guess September for now.
0: September for sure.
1: Yep. When are you going back? uh,
0: August and then September for sure. And then we have, we are going to, Mandy and I are going to Disney World in October. So we're super excited about that. We're going to go see their Halloween party so we can compare Oogie Boogie to the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party.
1: I know. Mickey's Not So Scary came out first and we got so excited for Halloween Party. We're like, let's go. (laughs)
0: So <laughs> I know. On. We're going. We weren't planning on it and then I woke up that morning and I remembered they were on sale and I was like that would be so fun and I just sent her a text. I waited till like seven AM because I'm such a nice cousin. I didn't want to wake her up too early. I'm like, Hey, wouldn't it wouldn't it be fun? I think it would be fun to do the Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. And Mandy was like, what day, what time, when let's buy tickets right now.
1: <laughs> I know. I, you really have to twist my arm. Anytime you say Disney, I'm like, okay, when are we going?
0: I know you're the perfect Disney friend.
1: <laughs> I know. I do love it. And I mean, it really was a magical week this last week and this last trip and I'm having like withdrawals already and I can't wait to get back.
0: I know the Disney post Disney depression is a real thing.
1: It is. So everyone wondering if the magic's still there, it is.
0: Yep. It is always, always. Well, thank you so much for coming on and chatting about our Disney trip. You're welcome. Thanks for going with
1: me. It was super fun and Hopefully, everyone listening will get
0: back ASAP. I know they have to. They have to. It's just so amazing. It's great to be back. Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, thanks so much. We'll talk to you soon, I'm sure. Okay. See ya. Okay, bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on, Mandy. It's always fun to talk to her about all things Disney and relive our vacations a little bit. So I appreciate her coming on. It was really fun to talk to her. And I'm sorry there was some technical issues going on at the beginning of our conversation. I am in no way, shape, or form a tech expert. And to tell you the truth, I am just barely barely able to figure out this whole podcast thing in the form that i have it going right now so i don't know how to fix it and it is what it is but luckily it kind of sorted itself out after a couple of minutes so anyway i apologize about that um hopefully next time it will go a little bit smoother because i know there will be a next time when i have mandy back on the podcast for sure Well, I hope you guys have a great week. We are getting ready to go to my husband's Spartan race this weekend. He's got a Spartan race coming up. Three of them, actually, he's doing a Spartan weekend. So he's doing three races all in one weekend. And it's going to be exciting and fun and exhausting all at the same time. And I just get to go along for the ride and hang out on the, the side and enjoy the whole thing. I don't have to run or any of the events this time I did it once a couple years ago and it was fun but it's just not my thing I prefer to watch so that's what I'll be doing this weekend it's going to be lots of fun but I hope you guys have a great weekend and you're able to relax but also have a little fun at the same time all right I will be back next week with something new if not next week the week after because you know summertime but thank you so much for listening we'll talk soon